Hey, welcome in again to the True Tiger Insider. I am Gabe DeArman, publisher of PowerMizzou.com. Every week on this show, in partnership with the Every True Tiger Foundation, we talk to a different Mizzou athlete. We've jumped around between a bunch of different sports. We're going back to the football team this week. We'll bring our guest in here in just a minute. But before we do that, I want to remind you guys about Every True Tiger Foundation. If you're not familiar with name, image, and likeness and everything surrounding that, um, honestly, you haven't paid attention to college sports for the last year and a half. So to familiarize yourself with that, basically go to everytruetiger.org. You can get details on how to donate to Mizzou's NIL Collective of Choice and help out Mizzou's efforts there. We also have a link on our message board on powermizzou.com, how you can donate specifically to Power Mizzou's arm of ETTF and help out Mizzou athletes in their efforts to uh, make a little money and capitalize on some of the things they've done in school. This year, I'm sorry, this week, our guest is one of the newest Missouri Tigers. We're welcoming in wide receiver Theo Weiss Jr. transferred in earlier this year from the University of Oklahoma and was on campus for spring football. Theo, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Yeah, appreciate you uh, taking some time to hang out with us. So uh, first off, just how was your first semester in Columbia, kind of getting used to the team, getting used to a new town and everything? Man, it was – honestly, it was better than I expected. You know, I, I never really been a new kid before, so I was definitely kind of, like, nervous about that. But, you know, everybody was so welcoming. The city of Columbia was very welcoming. Sorry about that. The city of, uh, city of Columbia was very welcoming, and – I definitely got to shout out Buds because I've probably been to Buds probably about a hundred times already since I've been here. So I definitely got to shout out the Buds. There you go. Uh, well, the good thing is, hey, nobody's the new kid because in college sports these days, everybody's the new kid, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it probably helps having a lot of guys that are kind of in your situation, right? First year on campus, nobody's trying to get to know each other. Right. Yeah, it definitely it definitely helps a lot. And it kind of just like we all just stick together, really. So that kind of builds your little first little friend group right there. So, yeah, it, it works out for itself. And there you go. Uh, so the way I would start this with with pretty much everybody, I want to go back to to the very beginning of, of you kind of starting this journey. Do you remember when you started playing football? I mean, growing up in Texas, I'm going to guess it was pretty young. Yeah, I started playing football at four. Yeah, I started, I was four when I first started playing football. Okay, I I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that's flag football at that point, or did they yeah. just say, "Nah, you guys can play tackle." No, 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 it was definitely flag football. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so when did you kind of become like, look, I, I've seen four year old sports, I know what they are. Nobody's really serious about it at that point, right? But but when did you kind of start to become serious about football and it it, it turned into something that that you really liked and and thought you could keep going with? I would probably say my freshman year or sophomore year of high school. That's that's mm -hmm. probably when I kind of like realized like, okay, I'm, I'm actually kind of good at this. I could, I could, if I take this serious, I might, you know, can do something with it. And then like, that's when I really just like fell in love with the game. Like mm -hmm. my passion for the game is just, is really why I just play. Like I just, I'm a competitor at heart and I just love winning. 
So that in in football, winning is so hard. So that just makes me just love it so much more. So that's really how I just got in tune with football. Well, you've definitely been around some winning in your football career. Uh, for for people who don't know, you you went to high school in Allen, Texas, which is kind of well known for I think they'd probably have like the fifth or sixth nicest stadium in the SEC if they were an SEC program. <laughs> Tell me about high school football at Allen High School, man. Like, like how big a deal is that down there? It's a crazy experience, honestly. Like, it, it's we, we treated it like a mini college, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, our facilities, we had an indoor facility. Of course, we had the $50 million stadium, too. That, and then every home game, we got – 20,000 people there is sold out. Like, it just feels like a mini, like, college environment. Because, you know, we're 16, 15, you know, we're 16, 15. Just that experience there was just crazy. And just being at school with 5,000 students, you're going to meet someone new every day. So <laughs> it, it was an experience for sure. I, I was grateful for it. I love that one. Is that is it like one of those towns where the little league coaches are running the high school system, where you're kind of kind of brought up to play high school football from the beginning? It kind of sort it, it kind of worked like that. It definitely everybody knows everybody. It's, it's only one high school, so you know we are going to end up at the same place at one point. So yeah, it, it's sort of like that. Were you were you a receiver all along? I mean, from from kind of the start of when you when you got serious about it. I I played quarterback. Um, so I played quarterback and running back. And then um, my freshman year of high school was actually the first time I played receiver. I had hit like a two-inch growth spurt, and I was like 6'1". And I was like, yeah, let me see. Let me go try receiver, see what that's like. So, yeah, that's when that happened. How long did it take you to get used to receiver and think, all right, I'll be at home out here? <laughs> Probably about a year. Probably about a year. I felt rusty. I was just out there just on, you know, just talent and just just out there just playing. But once I probably just a year of just working and actually getting all the details down and being a receiver, I felt good. So I know that that Allen is one of those schools that like, look, every every program in the Big 12, every program in the SEC is coming through there every year. When did you first kind of start hearing from coaches and, and, and catch some people's eyes as far as recruiting goes? I got my first offer my freshman year um, from SMU, but it my recruitment kind of got busy probably like the end of my sophomore year, junior year. That's when a lot of coaches started reaching out, and that process got overwhelming. That yeah, I, I do not miss high school recruiting at all. Yeah, I, I would I would read off your offer list out of high school, but we only got like 20, 30 minutes. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Let's basically say Theo could have gone anywhere he wanted to out of high school. So uh, was it, I, I mean, was it overwhelming? Was it cool? What what was that process like for you by the time you were done with it? I mean, it definitely was a blessing. Like it definitely anything any kid had ever dreamed of. Of course, you want, you know, that opportunity to be able to go wherever you want. Um but it was overwhelming too, for sure. Just yeah. coaches were like, when they want you, they want you, and they they're not gonna stop till they get you. Like, and I can see like why some coaches are just like great coaches, just based off how they recruit. Like when they want something, they definitely gonna get, it and they don't stop, and I, they don't sleep, and it, it, it was it was just a crazy process. When, when you've got, you know, you visited OU and, and LSU, but you've got these coaches from all across the country. Was was there any moment or any coach or anything that came to school that, that kind of hit you that you were like, hang on, man, that, that, that really kind of made an impression on you? 
Yeah, I'll say definitely Coach Gundy and Coach Riley. Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Them two, them two, I, I don't know what it was. It was just like a – and, honestly, Coach Venables, too, from, that's at Oklahoma right now. Those two or those three, it was just like it was something – as you can't even explain it, I just felt it. And it was weird because my parents felt it, too. And, like, we all had that same look with each other. So, yeah, it was it was good. So it, you go to OU, I think you were the number 11 player in the country. You were like, I mean, I've read some things that your receiver class is expected to be, you know, like one of the greatest receiver classes that ever signed and some injuries and, and some things happen. But I, I'm just curious, you know, four years later, how you look back on your time at Oklahoma and, and what your feelings are about it. Oh, I had fun, honestly. Mm-hmm. I made some friendships that like I would just last forever like definitely some of them guys are gonna be in my wedding I'm gonna be in some of their weddings um and then just the football aspect I played with a a lot of great players like I learned like I learned a lot from a lot of people because like my freshman year first year of college I was being led by Jalen Hurts so like I was learning just so much just early on and I was C.D. Lamb's backup as a freshman so like it just it was just, it, I, I'm definitely thankful for the experience, definitely. Like, I, I love my time at Oklahoma. I, I was going to ask you a little bit about some of the quarterbacks you played with. So so you mentioned Jalen. I mean, does any of this surprise you, what what he's done here these last couple of years? Not at all. It's, it's, it's almost like I knew it was going to happen, just like when. When was it going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Jalen, that's the way, the way he is. Like, that's just how he is 24-7. Like, that's one of the best leaders I've ever been around. Like, whenever somebody asks me, like, who do I think of when I think of a leader, I I say Jay Hurts. Like, <laughs> the way he, like, just – because he, he transferred in. Like, so he was the new kid, basically. But the way he just took the team, like, under his wing, it was, it was just something I've never seen before. So, I mean, you've been in college for four years. You've gone from you played with Jalen Hurts, quarterback your sophomore year is Spencer Rattler, who at one time was was considered, you know, the number one recruit in the country. Then your third year, and I know you were hurt, then it's Caleb Williams. <laughs> Last year you're playing with Dylan Gabriel. This year, I don't know who it's going to be, but you're playing with a fifth different quarterback in five years. It's, is that – like, does it make a difference? I, look, I know it makes a difference who's throwing the football. You want the best quarterback you can, but – does that take time to, to build those relationships? And is that hard doing that again every year? Oh, yeah. I mean, you definitely got to just – you just got to put in the work. You just got to put in the extra time all the time just to – just be consistent with it so you can get all the timing down. But as a receiver, like, you know, we like to say we got to make the quarterback look good. So I try not to think about who's back there throwing it. I got to make you look good regardless. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, so you were at OU for four years, but you missed an entire year with a foot injury. What – I've read a couple things where you said it like looking back that that kind of made you a better player. What what was that year like having to having to sit and watch your team? It really just it just brought me back to reality just like how fast the game can get taken from you. Cuz that was my first time ever missing a season of football like ever in my life or ever just really being injured like that. So I just it it I really I'm thankful for it too cuz it just it really just sat me down just to do a lot of thinking and like, I just re-fell in love with the game all over again, just going to work, just, like, just my rehab process. That was just probably one of the, like, hardest things I've been through just because I didn't know, like, with a foot injury being a receiver, like, am I going to cut the same? Am I going to be able to still run routes the same? 
But yeah, the, the trainers they helped with that definitely. But yeah, it was it was a great experience, and it's just I'm thankful for it. Yeah. So you you made the decision after last year to to enter the portal. So uh, you, you know I, I think you handled everything pretty quietly. Didn't didn't share a lot on social media about where you might have looked and all that. What what was that process like once you once you hit the portal? Was it like high school again, where all of a sudden your phone's blowing up? <laughs> Honestly, I, it, it kind of did. I didn't think it was going to be like high school all over again. But mm-hmm. after the last game of the season against Texas Tech, I played kind of good. So, yeah, it was it was kind of overwhelming again, for sure. <laughs> it definitely how, how long was that from when you entered the portal to when you committed to Missouri? Do you remember? Um, It was about, I said a month, maybe. Yeah, okay. probably about a month. Okay. Yeah. What uh, what what was it? I, I mean, why Missouri in the end over? I, I'm sure some of these other places that you had a chance to go. Um, I just I really wanted to be just a part of something special. Like I see something special at Mizzou, and I've always wanted to be a part of a great defense. So I looked in. I was just you know I looked at defenses a lot, a lot of schools, and then of course you see the production that Mizzou had last year and their defense. Everybody coming back. So. That played a part, and then Coach Peeler. Um, when I was in high school, he asked when he was at Ole Miss. He was my first um, SEC offer. He was the first, the first one to offer me an SEC. So that came around full circle, and it just it just felt right. Now I think uh, the the first indication that that people had that you were going to commit to Missouri, I think was was Luther Burden kind of hinted at some stuff on social media. I'm curious, did you did you guys? Uh, when he was being recruited and committed to Oklahoma, I mean, did you know Luther from that process? Yeah, I hosted I hosted Luther one time on his visit to Oklahoma, so we kind of uh, built a little relationship right there. Did you? Uh, I mean, even though you guys were at different places last year, did you kind of keep in touch? Did you follow him and, and keep in touch with him at all? Oh yeah, definitely. I I love Luther Gabe, so I'm definitely a fan of his for sure. So. It, you thought it was going to happen at one time. You thought it was going to happen in Norman, but now it's going to be in Columbia. You, you and Luther are going to be lined up, I, I assume, next to each other or across the field, whatever. What's what's that going to look like for fans? How excited are you guys about that? I, I'm just going to tell everybody, just be ready. It's <laughs> it's going to be fun and exciting, I promise. Yeah. You uh, you mentioned looking at the defenses. I'm curious. You, you had a chance to go through spring football and face some of these defensive backs on Missouri's team. Who uh who'd you have the toughest time with in spring ball? Who'd you who'd you see lined up across from you and say, all right, this can be a battle? If I'm being honest, KAD and Ennis, really. Yeah. <laughs> really both of them. I know when I when I'm going against them, like I gotta I gotta come with it because they're gonna bring it every time. Mm-hmm. You uh I'm curious if it, if you feel like you have a little bit of an advantage. We talked about all the different quarterbacks. You've already been through a coaching change. So, like, coming here and learning a new system and learning new guys, by now that's got to be something you're pretty used to, right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty uh, It's pretty easy to acclimate a little bit. Yeah, it's easy to adapt to it, for sure. I, as a receiver, I, I mean, look, I'm not asking you to give away secrets here, but but what do you like about Coach Moore's system? I mean, do you think it, it fits what you like to do? Yeah, I, uh, definitely. I feel like... I'm going to just have the ability to showcase everything I can do at the receiver position. Mm-hmm. Hey, five years in, I mean, what do you like? What would you tell Missouri fans who maybe haven't seen you play a lot? 
what's your biggest strength and and what are you still trying to get better at to to make this this last year or two your best best years um i'm i'm always be open humbly um <laughs> Yards see, 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 that's what that's what every wide receiver says, though, right? <laughs> every wide receiver goes back to the huddle and says, "You know, I was open on that play." Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I just tell them, cut on the tape. We can go watch the tape. Um, <laughs> definitely, uh, yards after catch for sure. Uh, I'm I'm willing to block definitely because I feel like just blocking that just opens up the run game more to open up the pass more. Philly, yeah. And one thing I want to get better at. Um, I definitely always want to improve on my route running and just yards after catch. I feel like I can. There's always extra yards out there on the field I left out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, curious. You spent obviously your first four years in the Big Twelve, coming to the SEC. I, there is certainly a level of SEC pride in SEC football, right? So I'm I'm curious, being being maybe in another league and now being part of the SEC, what what your view of this conference is and and what you're looking forward to about playing in this league. Oh, I'm excited. This is uh, you know they said the SEC is the the best one. I mean, you can look at the stats too. It definitely is the best conference. So I'm excited to go against the best of the best. Really, like I'm definitely embracing that. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to come to the zoo too. I want to mm-hmm. go against the best competition. Is there any particular stadium or any particular team that, that you're really looking forward to to having a shot at in, in the SEC? All of them. <laughs> every that's, single one. That's the one. right answer. Every yeah. single one. Yeah. Um, so at the beginning, you, you shouted out Bud's Barbecue, and I know that is uh, that is Mizzou Athletes' uh, restaurant of choice. That's what everybody says. But one of the things I wanted to ask you, we talked to everybody about on this podcast because we're doing this through Every True Tiger Foundation, is just NIL in general. I mean, how big a deal has that been for for you and guys, your teammates and all that? And and what are some of the things uh, that maybe you've gotten a chance to do through through NIL, whether it's you know, making appearances or or just things that you wouldn't have had a chance to otherwise do. Yeah, um, definitely. Like you said, uh, making some appearances just at all these little local programs, local foundations. You know, just just giving back. You know, because that that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Just make sure you give back to people because with people in need. Because you never know what they've been through. You never know what they go through on a day to day basis. And so that's that's just what it's all about. You always. Always give back if you can. How much of a part, and look, I'm not asking for anything too specific here because, you know, I I know the way everybody handles is a little bit different, but when you're going through that transfer process, like how big a factor does NIL play in in the possibility of of that, uh, you know, at at wherever you might be looking? Uh, I think everybody's decision is different. I feel like everybody's situation is different. I feel like it's just Mm -hmm. Depending on their situation, um, it, it definitely, I'm not going to say it doesn't play a part at all, a factor at all. It definitely plays a factor. But you got to get a feel for the coach first because there's just a lot of people will offer you something that you won't really get. So, yeah, these, it, it's, it's kind of a tricky game, really. It's, it's a tricky business dealing with NIL. But yeah. as, uh, as like being in the transfer portal. But, yeah, so you just got to get a good feel for it. I mean, going through that process, probably you and maybe you already understood this, but everybody now seems to be understanding like college football really is turning into basically just kind of a a smaller level of the pro. I mean, this is a business now. 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, so have you have you set goals for yourself for, for this upcoming year yet, or is that something you'd like to maybe wait till a little closer to the season to do? Oh, yeah. I, I, I set my goals, like, I got it jotted down. It was December 8th, 2022. I think I wrote down my goals for this upcoming season. I'm going to keep them to myself, though. Okay. And if – if some of them goals is reached, there would be a lot of fans that would be happy. Columbia <laughs> would be happy. So, so December eighth. I mean, that had to be like pretty much the day after the last season ended. Is that right? Yeah, that was literally. I, it, it's crazy because we got back so late. It was a night game. We flew back. I got back home probably like two o'clock. I didn't even go to sleep, and I typed those notes. Like something just told me to just write down my goals and it was and I haven't touched them since like it's been those goals I haven't changed them and I didn't even go to sleep that day it was it was crazy <laughs> do you uh I mean are you coming to Columbia feeling like you have something to prove you know I I mean obviously look like you played at the highest level you've you've played a lot but but do you feel like you have you know you want to prove hey there's another level here to what you've even done so far yeah I feel like I just got something to prove to myself um, I just feel like I know what I'm fully capable of, my full potential, and I definitely know it can get took to a, diff- a whole nother level. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited about it. So I know you guys don't get a lot of time off, uh, you know, as, as college athletes, but I imagine you've got at least a couple weeks coming up here before before you go back to to summer workouts and all that. You got got any uh, any free time plans? Yeah, I might head back to Dallas. Just see the family for a little bit. Um, but probably most likely, I'll probably stay around in Columbia, just keep working out and just stay out here just to stay focused. All right. Do a lot of guys just say, just stay here and, and work out together? I mean, is that something that, that you guys can kind of do even when maybe you're not with the coaches? Yeah, you, you would be surprised how many like college athletes, when we get breaks, we just stick around. <laughs> you would <laughs> be surprised. Okay. Um, off the field, uh, you know, hey, you, you come here as a transfer. Are you still working towards a degree? Are you a graduate student? What's uh, and what are you studying in, at Mizzou? So I got my I got my bachelor's at um, um, Oklahoma okay. in human relations, and then now I'm studying. I'm getting I'm in the grad program for um, positive psychology. Okay, that's like the positive coaching program. It, it's yeah. similar, yeah. It, it's similar. I was I almost see something happen with my transcript, and I was too late to get into positive coaching, so they threw me into positive psychology. But no, I, lo- I love the program. It's they're pretty similar. Okay, so so whenever football's done, and look, I know the goal is NFL and play for a long time and all that. But do you have? You know, do, do you have thoughts on on what you want to do whenever you are done with football? Yeah, I'm going to coach for sure. Okay, <laughs> I'm, def- I'm definitely going to be a coach for sure. Okay, uh, so so are, are you one of these guys? We had had one of the basketball players on last week, and his dad's a coach, and and he knows he's going to coach basketball, and said you just kind of pick up things from every coach you play for along the way. Is, is that something you've done? Like, pay attention to to how coaches that you played for do things. A hundred percent. Like I want to be an offensive coordinator one day and I haven't been around like too many great offensive minds to just like, I'm just getting too many nuggets. I just feel like it's meant to be because coach Riley, 
you can look at his record, Coach Levy, his record, even Coach Moore. Like, it's just – and it's crazy how they all have, like, kind of, like, similar schemes, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. – it's just hard to explain, but I just feel like it's meant to be. <laughs> All right. Well, good deal. Well, Theo, I appreciate you taking some time, man. I hope uh, whether it's in Columbia or Dallas, may- maybe take a day off at some point. And then uh, <laughs> I know I know Missouri fans are looking forward to, to getting to see you later on this year. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot. That is Theo Weiss, Mizzou wide receiver, joining us this week on the True Tiger Insider. That is our weekly podcast with every True Tiger Foundation, Mizzou's NIL collective of choice. Find out how to donate. We've had the information running across the screen. If if you're watching this on YouTube, if you are listening on the podcast, go to everytruetiger.org. You can find out details how to donate, whether you want it to go to a specific sport or to their general fund. You can also go to our message board at powermazoo.com. We've got a pin thread that explains exactly how you would donate to our specific uh, arm of the NIL collective. We are getting pretty close to our initial uh, goal of $100,000 in that fund. When we get there, you guys are going to get some benefits just for our subscribers uh, later on this fall. So we encourage you to, if you want to donate to ETTF, to subscribe to Power Mizzou and check that out. Um, again, thanks to Theo Weiss. Uh, we're kind of in in conversations trying to figure out if we're going to continue this through the summer and uh, would like to get some different players on. But look, they get tired of us at times. They might want a week or two off here and there. So we're still going to have some some uh, guys and girls on the podcast as we go, and we'll be lining those uh, those guests up with every True Tiger Foundation. But appreciate you guys listening, and we'll talk to you next time.